<laughs> Welcome to Gutter Trash, episode 212, Chronicle. My name is Eric. I am Jason. Hello, Jason. Hi, buddy. Hi. <clears throat> How are things? Things are... Better than they were the past couple weeks. Shaping up, aren't they? A little bit. See? A little bit. It's a Christmas miracle. <laughs> uh, hopefully it's a Mayan end of the world miracle. <laughs> I know you're, I know you're, uh, you've got your uh, fingers crossed. You've oh, I do, still. Yeah. <clears throat> um, yeah. What about you? Um, I'm indifferent. Okay. Yes. I, uh, don't really want the world to end, but. No, I wasn't talking about that. Oh, I was okay. Just talking about how are you in general? Oh, I'm fine. Okay. I'm feeling so much better. Yeah. I've got a little tiny, like a, I'm a, I'm a, I think I'm at about 98%. Right. You know. Uh, you've got a persistent cough. Yeah, it's still here. Yeah. But I feel great. All right. Well, that's good. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was all the codeine and all the bounce channel. <laughs> Denzel Washington movies. <laughs> I recommend all these things. Yeah. 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 I, uh, I can't comment on the codeine, but I have, uh, spent many hours entertained by the bounce mm-hmm. channel. Yes, yeah. it's pretty good. <laughs> you know, I was really surprised because I watched it quite a bit at all times of the day. Yeah. Like anytime from like nine in the morning, like, yeah. to like, just to refresh, you were like super sick and you were off of work for like almost a week and oh. a half. It was just about a week. Yeah. Yeah, cause I, I left early Wednesday and then, uh, I would have went back to work Tuesday, but I'm actually off on Tuesday. Right. So I went back on Wednesday. So right. that's about, yeah, about a week. It wasn't as bad as some of my co, my, some of my coworkers are like, were sick for like 11 days. Right. Um, I feel bad for them because it was awful. Right. But anyway, back to the bounce channel. Oh yeah, bounce channel. So I watched it all hours of the day and, uh, yeah, uh, I never saw Soul Train. Not one time. Really? Yeah. That's weird because, uh, my friend was over here on Friday and, uh, I was just sort of flipping through channels while we were trying to figure out what we were gonna do and fucking Soul Train was on. It's always on when I'm over here. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's like you're, you're in tune with when Soul Train's gonna. <laughs> it was, uh, it was one from the 90s, I can tell you that. Okay. Just ah. by all the, uh, the spandex and the, uh, yeah. the, uh, uh, do-rags and, uh, uh, weird sort of like, like Zubas type thing going on. Right. Yes. Were you, were people wearing knee pads or is that more of a overweight heavy metal guy kind of thing? That's uh. more a heavy, <laughs> uh, yeah, metal overweight guy. Yeah, yeah. okay. Uh, middle aged. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I love that bounce channel. Yeah, yeah. Some good stuff. Yeah, I've seen Blackula on there a couple times. Nice, yeah. nice. Uh, yeah, some, some Denzel Washington movies oh, on occasion. Yeah. Ice-T, I saw an Ice-T movie on there. Yeah, yeah. It was called Sonic, oh, I don't know, something or other. Okay. Sonic Interrupter or something, Sonic, <laughs> Sonic Weird. something. I've seen some uh, Dennis Rodman movies on there. Oh, nice. Yeah. Nice. Um, yeah, yeah, it's, it's full of bad goodness. And I was, I was actually hoping for Soul Train. I was like, that might cheer me up. Right. Funky music. Yeah, yeah. Hot girls dancing with. Afros and yeah, and no, I never saw the only the only hot afro I saw the entire week was uh, when I watched Bob Ross paint <laughs> <laughs> on PBS, which was also pretty awesome. Like that was when I was loaded on codeine. And if you, my friends, if you've never uh, made the uh, 
the anti-speedball that is Codeine and Bob Ross. <laughs> <laughs> Trust me, it's worth it. It's pretty awesome. There's, I've never been more relaxed in my life. <laughs> uh, I'm pretty sure that uh, doped up on Codeine is probably the only way I could tolerate watching Bob <laughs> Ross. Yeah, I'm, I'm not a fan. Even uh, his voice and everything? No. It's so like, <clears throat> relaxing and soothing. I don't want to watch anything that's relaxing and soothing. I want to watch something that's engaging. And I also want to watch uh, a real artist do real artwork. Uh, oh, whoa. Oh, sir, we're going to have words after this program. <laughs> I'm going to have to set this aside. Uh, if I only had superpowers, I would destroy you. Yeah. Well, I'm pretty sure that I am stronger than that. <laughs> and I could crush you. Yeah, you probably could. Yeah. We're referring, of course, <laughs> to the movie Chronicle. Yes, in our shittiest segue yet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's a superhero movie about Chronicle Man. <laughs> Yeah. No one no one has a superhero name in this movie. No. Although some people might go to calling one of the villains the fireman at some point. <laughs> Could be. Because the only costume you really see in the movie, uh someone does don a uh fireman costume to go beat people up and rob them. Yeah, it's true. <coughs> oh so this was a found footage movie, uh of sorts. Came out last year. Uh, and, uh, if the listener recalls the last episode, I had zero interest in seeing this movie ever. I remember that. Um, don't know that my opinion of it has changed much. Yeah. And that's, it, I guess it wasn't as bad as I thought it might be. Right. Uh, cause, cause, I've seen four movies. I'm done. Yeah? Yeah. This is now my fifth. Right. Uh, You're referring to, like, to the handheld shaky cam kind of stuff. Yeah, right? yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I've seen Blair Witch, uh, Cloverfield, uh, Paranormal Activity, and Wreck. And uh, I'm good. I'm done. I've seen it. Yeah. Whatever you can do, I've seen it done already. Uh, it, it doesn't add anything to any of those movies. Maybe paranormal activity. Maybe Blair Witch, I'd say. I think it had, I think that's the whole draw of that one to me. Yeah, and it's sort of the, I'm sure it wasn't the first one, but I'm sure it's, it's. The first big one, probably. The first big one. The first yeah. one that people noticed. Right. Uh, but, 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 yeah, uh, this is a thing that, uh, never needs to be done ever again. Right. It was, this was a movie that absolutely didn't need it. I agree with that. I agree with that, at least, at least that last part. Like, I think there still might be some interesting found footage movies that could be made, but the, uh, the novelty is definitely worn off. Right. Like, it's, like, that's over. It's just people ripping that style off now. Right. Um, yeah, and this one didn't, yeah, it didn't really need it. I mean, I think the only thing that it maybe added was, like, you know, like, if, if the entire thing would have been just shot, like, you know, a normal film, Maybe it wouldn't have felt as real in some points because it. I thought it felt pretty real. Like, no, I think the only thing that it it added, quote unquote, 
is that it gave the characters the chance to talk directly to the audience, which uh, with uh, some creativity and and some some forethought, you, you could totally work around that, right? You know, uh, you know, it's it's called show not tell, right? Right. You know? And the movie did an okay job of of doing that, like you know the 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 main character, uh, like like in the very first minute we learn that he has an abusive dad and not because he's like talking to the camera and saying, my dad beats me up. Right. right. You know, like, like it's showing us that his dad is, is like, you know, not a great person. Right. Uh, and, and <coughs> so clearly like the movie could do that throughout, but instead we got this found footage thing, <coughs> which it, I will say this, it doesn't work against the movie at all. Like, like, it definitely could have been worse. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <clears throat> like, like, uh, I really was fearing that the whole thing was gonna be, like, shaky, shaky, and, like, you know, like, I'd be sick to my stomach yeah, trying re- to watch it. Yeah, so, yeah, it was really pretty, pretty steady. Right. Which is still an argument for, you know, it could have totally just been right. a regular movie. Yeah, it didn't, yeah. It, yeah, it didn't have to have that. Um, <clears throat> especially at the climax of the movie. I don't know how, how far we want to veer into spoiler territories here, but, but there is a, a, a showdown between, uh, two of the characters, uh, where, where they are fighting each other outside of the, uh, the Space Needle, where, where I guess this is Seattle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I guess I would assume. I think, I think so. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Or near in like a suburb of. Right, yeah. right. Uh, and so, both of the gimmicks that those two characters used in order to have cameras on them the entire time are gone. Right. And so, like, they have to, like, do something that I thought was pretty dumb, just to still keep the whole camera thing going. Right. And I was like, yeah, just make this a real movie. Yeah. Shoot it with real cameras. That way you don't have to, like... Be bumbling around trying to like yeah. write that into the story right. every every scene, right? Let's uh, you know, yeah, let's uh, let's watch a narrative unfold, right? Yeah, <laughs> and not a uh, documentary style thing. Yeah, maybe maybe in case the listener doesn't know, because I I'd never heard of this movie until a couple weeks ago. Um, it is a superhero movie, sort of, sort of, or, or a super powered people super movie. Superpowered, yeah. Um, it's uh, yeah. Uh, it's in along the lines of like uh the TV shows Heroes or uh, uh Misfits. Yeah, okay. In which normal people get superpowers and then let's see what happens. Yeah. That's pretty much the plot of this movie. Right. And I, I thought it was kind of fun like watching because they're, you know, just three, you know, teenagers and uh as they sort of like figure out what they are gonna do with their powers. Mm. I think that was kind of fun to watch <clears throat> to watch that develop. Yeah. They did a good job with that. <clears throat> um, so yeah, I mean, yeah, they, they, these three kids, it's, uh, the main kid is, uh, Andrew. Yeah, Andrew. Then, uh, there's his cousin Matt, and then their friend Steve. Uh, although, prior to the main events of this movie, like, none of them ever really hang out. Right, even the cousins. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. Uh, 
And, uh, yeah, they, they wind up at a party, and then they find this hole in the middle of nowhere, and they decide to explore it and find some sort of weird alien craft. Something down there, yeah. It's, uh, very, uh, it's, it's alive and full of light and moves really fast and yeah. gives people powers. Yeah. Yeah, so. But it doesn't speak or have a face, so no, yeah. we're not real sure what it is. And, you know, I mean, like, like that could be an argument that maybe that should have been explored more, but it didn't really need to tell you. I mean, oh, it absolutely didn't. Yeah. No, I think any any explanation of that thing would have just, I think, sort of taken away from the movie. Right, veered it even more. Yeah, and I'm sure like someone out there is watching this movie and just angry that they never explained it. <laughs> right. Because uh, cause that is a thing with people oh, sometimes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm not a guy that needs every little thing explained to me, uh, you know, just as long as it, I mean, if you are going to explain everything, make sure it serves the story. Right. But, you know, if you aren't going to explain it, then, you know, that's totally cool with me, too. Because, yeah, I, that would not have added anything to this, I think. Yeah, yeah, uh, and, I don't know. I mean, I'm kind of torn because, like, the whole found footage thing, I think some of those scenes were a, a lot better because they were that handheld thing, but it's like you said, like sustaining that for an hour and a half or more as far as like, you know, legitimately would they be filming every scene? Right. Like, yeah. like it, it does kind of take you out of it at some times, yeah. which kind of works exactly opposite of the intent. Right. Um, <clears throat> yeah. Like, like things like paranormal activity and Blair Witch, I think used it to really good effect and that it just showed you, Exactly what you needed to see, you know, mm. to to move those stories and to to you know tell you the what was going on and everything like that. But then in a movie like this, where it really comes down to, it's just a character study, really. Right. Like yeah. it's about three dudes. Yeah. And like so, them hanging out at a diner and like you know using their powers for like you know dickest teenage boy kind of things, like cranks and whatnot. Yeah. That would have worked fine without the, the handheld footage aspect. Right. Uh, or, like, later on we get a conversation between two of the characters where they're, like, just sitting on the top of a, uh, a building, like a skyscraper. And, like, they're just having a conversation. Yeah, yeah. There's no reason to ever film any of that. Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, that was, like, I think that scene was actually the main scene that made me go, yeah, it's kind of a stretch that they'd be filming this. Right. You know? Um, and, I mean, yeah, and, like, they do, well, that scene specifically, they they go out of their way to, like, explain sort of why that scene is included, because if it were explaining that the, the main kid can uh, use his powers to just sort of float the camera around everywhere. Right. Yeah, so it, it almost seems like the guys that made the movie, like, had the idea, like, wow, let's you know, make a found footage movie, like they watched, you know, Cleverfield or something. Right, yeah. And then they're like, yeah, yeah, and then... And then, like, at some point along the way, they should, like, after they had a pretty decent story put together, they could have just been like, you know what? We don't really need to do that angle of the found footage thing. Right. We've, we've got a good movie. We don't need the gimmick. Right, yeah, yeah. But, uh, I don't know. I, just, I mean, certain points, like, when they're doing pranks and, like, you know, the camera's a little shaky, but then something, like, you know, they're using their telekinesis to move something. Like, you know, it kind of, like, those specific scenes make it, look a little more real because 
you know, it's not all perfectly cinematographer, you know. Right, like, right. You know, it's not like there's some amazing DP in there making everything look amazing. Um, so, like, that does add an element of realism, but, yeah, overall, it's just, that gimmick was a little clunky in this right. one. I think that's what it comes down to, is that uh, they should have picked one or the other. And in my opinion, they should have just gone and shot it like a, a regular old movie. Right. Uh, because I don't think that there were enough of the, the handheld stuff that, that, uh, that was essential to, right, right, to, yeah. right. I mean, yeah, like there's even scenes where there's, uh, like during the, you know, the main craziness, cause it gets pretty crazy towards the end. There's yeah. a, there's a pretty big fight. Um, and the special effects I think were great during those scenes. Mm. But they even have some, uh, you know, it's like the it's like the narrative is spliced together from the you know the main character's handheld camera and like all these like security cameras from different uh, right. buildings and things and like then that. A girl who gets introduced in the movie simply so that another character is able to have a point of view. Right, right. I mean that is her sole existence in this movie. Yeah, and <laughs> yeah. Uh, it works like twice, maybe. I mean, but then really, it feels really forced. Yeah, it does really feel forced. Uh, so yeah, they just should have just made it a, a narrative story. Yeah, I, th- I think maybe like if this was like a, you know, maybe like a fifteen-minute film, it would have oh, yeah. been awesome as a handheld film footage thing. Right. But once it got to the point where it was a feature length, yeah, it seems like that. That was the choice that where they went a little bit wrong right. as far as making it the best they could have made it. Yeah, and it just comes down <clears> to <throat> that sort of believability of, of you know, nobody would record everything. Right. And yeah, I mean, they they try to introduce at the very beginning of the film that Andrew, the main character, uh, wants this barrier between him and the rest of the world because he has a pretty shitty life. Right. Um, so he starts filming everything to have this barrier, but. It ends up attracting more like, unwanted attention right. from bullies and whatnot. So, yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah, it's just it's clunky. It's a little clunky, right? Uh, but I did enjoy it a lot more than I thought I would. Yeah, uh, I enjoyed the story aspect of it, and uh, like you said, like uh, when, when the the three kids discover that they have superpowers, and they all basically have the same power. They, yeah. they only get telekinesis of sorts. Uh, I guess to different degrees, though. Right. Uh, where, where uh, like, Andrew, for whatever reason, uh, either via practice or just, uh, you know, exposure, uh, like, is the most powerful one of the three. And then, like, uh, Matt, uh, like, has some sort of, like, abil- like, ability to not get hurt. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, and then Steven, uh, is just sort of in between, I guess. Right. Uh, I'm gonna be super racist. Steven's the black guy. Yeah. And gets treated as such. Yeah. Yeah, he, he fills some, uh, you know, traditional, uh, stereotypical black guy roles and to- yeah. token roles in the movie. Yeah. Including, spoiler, the one who dies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. I, like they even make a joke, sort of like at the beginning of the movie, because uh, you know he he pulls a prank and he's like, "Yeah, the black guy actually did it this time." Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, that's kind of funny. And then yeah, then the movie like makes its own joke 
I guess maybe by <laughs> killing him off. So I was like, oh, okay. And, and, and I mean, I actually liked him as a character. Like, like, and I was pretty kind of upset when he yeah. did die. Yeah, yeah, they did a great job, like fleshing out all three people as oh, individuals. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they all definitely were distinct. Hey, Matt. Less so than the other two. I mean, he, he had his, like... He had his know, moments. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. but yeah, I agree. Yeah. yeah, Andrew was definitely the the undisputed main character of the film. Right. And, uh... So, so how much do you want to do? Do you want to spoil any of the rest of this? Or? Yeah, sure. Let's, let's spoil it up. Okay, all right. From here on out, spoiled. Yeah. So, uh... So we pointed out that Andrew has a kind of a shitty life. And, uh... I guess when you certainly gain superpowers and, and realize that you are probably the most powerful human being on the face of the earth. Uh, you're probably uh, not going to handle things very well. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're used to being bullied and, uh, you know, watching your uh, your family life deteriorate. Right. Um, yeah, you'll probably snap a little bit. Right. Uh, and he does. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he becomes the villain. He's kind of the Magneto. He is, yeah. Movie. yeah. And he, yeah, that's a perfect analogy. Yeah, because he is sympathetic. Yeah, I mean, yeah. like you, like you totally feel for him every time that he does something. Yeah. Uh, uh, even when he, I don't know, does he actually kill anybody? Um, I'm sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah with yeah, the bus yeah. and there's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. There's, <clears throat> there's not a lot of gratuitous. Uh, Murder, right, right, yeah, right, but yeah. I think I'm sure some people died with his actions, right? Uh, and yeah, there was sort of that one uh, scene where, like, I don't think he meant to kill that guy, but uh, you know, he he does a thing, and then uh, a, a big thing happens, and uh, that sort of kicks off sort of the, the climax of the film, right? It, it's it's a point in the movie where um, instead of just like moving things with their mind. They are fucking with people, and Andrew sort of takes it over the top and really hurts somebody. Yeah, yeah. and uh, and it definitely uh, sets the tone for his uh, his kind of fall right, for the rest right. of the movie. And so yeah, so like yeah, up till this point, like the the movie really did, has been like just sort of knowing these characters and then seeing them play with their powers, and and up until up until the point, I think where we're Steven dies, like, like, you know, at that point it's just sort of them fucking around and then just having fun and, and being kids. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, uh, uh, but then, like, you know, like, Andrew sort of rises to, like, sort of a, a plateau of, like, you know, people like him and respect him and, you know, he's kind of awesome and then he has, like, a sharp nose dive and, uh, like, that's sort of what starts kicking off the other things. Uh, but, but up until then, it's all been just, like, about these characters, and then, like, in the last 20, 25 minutes or so of this movie, it becomes a superhero movie. Yeah, yeah. Like a traditional, like, slam-bang, you know, action a, film. A lot of comic book, like, it even felt Akira-ish at some point, mm -hmm. um, like, visually and story-wise. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and even, like, when I think about it, Andrew was kind of like a Teen Wolf a little bit. He kind of reminds me of, because uh, he was, you know, a not very popular kid at high school. <laughs> yeah. And then, like, he starts showing off when he gets this ability. And, right, like, right. People like him and want to have sex with him. And <laughs> <clears throat> I don't think any faculty members get their penis caught in a vacuum cleaner in this film, <laughs> like in uh, Teen Wolf. But 
I don't remember that happening in Teen Wolf. It, it happened off screen. Okay. But they talk about it. All right. <laughs> <laughs> it has been a while since I've seen it. Uh, um, but yeah, yeah, it very much turns into a superhero movie. Yeah. Like the last tw- half an hour, maybe. Maybe. Yeah. 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 But yeah, the, the entire climax is just like this knockdown, drag out fight scene kind of thing. With explosions. And visually pretty, pretty impressive. Yeah, pretty awesome. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I did enjoy this movie a lot more than I really thought I would. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, but it's certainly not a perfect movie by any stretch of the imagination. Right. I, I really didn't know what to expect at all. I hadn't. I'd seen one trailer for it, but I'd never heard any living person speak of it. Right. So I wasn't sure, but I I was honestly worried that um, it was going to be one of those things where all of the cool effects and scenes were spoiled in the trailer because you saw a lot of the telekinesis in the trailer. Right. Um, but no, there's there's a ton more that they didn't they didn't spoil, and you know some of it we didn't spoil. Right. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I know, uh, I never watched the trailer for this, I just, uh, you know, I, I heard the concept, you know, found footage, superhero type movie, I was just like, nah, yeah, yeah, zero interest. Right. And, uh, like, I never really heard anything positive about it, like, like, because I listen to, like, a lot of podcasts, and a lot of those podcasts talk about movies, and, uh, yeah, there was just never really any... There wasn't anything, like, overwhelmingly negative that I heard, but there was also never anything super positive that I heard right. about this movie at all. It's basically, this thing exists. Right. And, like, <clears throat> honestly, like, I think the one thing that I did hear the most was just, like, what I kept saying about the found footage aspect of it was that it was just not necessary for this movie. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I really do feel like if it was a short film... It would have yeah, been a yeah. good idea to do that, but right. as a feature length, not yeah, not so much. Yeah, and I'm, I'm willing to say that for every found footage movie from this point on. Yeah, it's just like you know, it's like yeah, we all know that that's a way to tell a, a visual story now. Right. Yeah. But just you know, don't do it anymore. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> unless uh, unless maybe someone comes up with a really great idea that right, no right. one's thought of. Right. Really. You know, uses it to its full advantage. But. Right. You know, actually, the first time I think I've ever seen a handheld point of view movie, I think it was actually probably like a decade before Blair Witch. Oh. Uh, porno, because there's a lot of <laughs> there's a lot of porn where uh, you know, like the actress is talking right to the camera. Right. Yeah. You know, and yeah. it's supposed to be a POV. So maybe everybody, all these people, just watch a lot of porn. And like, man, <laughs> this, this would be a great way to. Tell my rom-com story. <laughs> I mean, these people obviously love each other. <laughs> uh, yeah, so so I didn't uh, I did not dislike this movie at all. That's cool. Yeah, uh, I found it a lot more enjoyable than I thought I would. Uh, I, I was mostly just worried that it's about kids who get superpowers and they're videotaping themselves, so they're just going to be douchebags throughout the entire thing, and just them being douchey fucks. But and There's a solid ten minutes of that, probably. There, there is, but but it was an enjoyable <coughs> yeah. ten minutes, because we also got to learn 
more about those characters than right. just them doing yeah. that. Yeah, like they are developing as characters right, during, yeah. during that whole thing. Because, I mean, yeah, if you and I suddenly got superpowers, of course we're going to be <sighs> douchey for Oh my while. gosh, yeah. <laughs> just a couple years, probably. Right, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, you know, I mean, that, that, that is, yeah, that's a, that's an aspect to it, and I just, I was afraid that the entire movie was just going to be that. Right. <clears throat> and then, then just causing chaos and being assholes, but uh, they they were well rounded, well thought out characters yeah. and well acted. Yeah, by yeah, a yeah. bunch of people who I've never seen that, in anything. And that does definitely help the oh, whole yeah. found footage thing. Like if if Robert De Niro was in a found footage right. movie, or you know, Sissy Spacek or whatever, right. it would just totally yeah take yeah. you out of it. But you know, and I got to say that. I think that counts for a lot of movies, found footage or not. Like, uh, you know, just... As soon as you see a hyper-recognizable person. Right. right, right. I mean, you, even if they're really good actors, it's still just there's that yeah. that moment where you're just like, oh, hey, it's that guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh, I saw him on <clears throat> Letterman the other day. Right, right. Uh, it was, uh... Man, I had a perfect example of... of uh, Something like this, but I cannot remember it now. Oh, of a of a a guy taking you out of the film, uh, or just you know the you know not recognizing like any. Oh, okay. Uh, there, there's a movie, and I think I'm sure I've talked about this before on here. Uh, Funny Games. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, like it's originally a German movie, and uh, I watched that like yeah, a couple years ago, and I don't like the movie, but you know, like I was able to at least garner sympathy for the characters and the, the situation that they're in and then like you know you like like you genuinely like feel like tension and, and emotion for those characters right because they're all german actors and i don't know who the fuck they are right right uh but then i watched the american remake which has tim roth and naomi watts and the only thing i can think of is oh that's tim roth and naomi watts right, and, right. you know it doesn't have as much right right it's like when I watched <clears throat> Pee-wee's Big Adventure, I was like, that's that guy from Pee-wee's Playhouse. <laughs> Fuck this movie. <laughs> this ain't real. <laughs> I bet his bike's not even at the Alamo. <laughs> yeah, yeah, decent movie. Yeah, decent. Yeah, watchable. Certainly yeah. watchable. Yeah. And plus, I've never seen Heroes... Or the misfits, so it's like that whole thing hasn't been beat to death for me. Right, yeah. So maybe maybe that's part of why I enjoyed it as much. Right. Um Yeah, well Heroes uh, collapsed pretty damn quickly. Uh like like couldn't even make it a full season on its concept, so that died out like not too long. Actually it lasted like four seasons, I'm oh, not wow. sure how. Yeah. <coughs> <coughs> People uh, loved that. I remember every Wednesday People will be talking about it at Mavericks right. like, on the new comic day. Yeah, it was good for about ten episodes. Uh, and then the Misfits is, uh, it's on its fourth season, but it's also a British show, so like those are only like four to six episodes. Why, what is that? Why do they have short? Because they're smart. Yeah, okay, that's probably why. Yeah. <laughs> Makes sense. Yeah. Uh, and then it's a pretty good show, but it's mostly... Like, that is definitely a show about people being absolute assholes. Right, okay. But 
I don't know, because they're British, I enjoy it more. <laughs> I don't know. And I like the way they talk. Yeah. They sound, they talk funny. They sound so smart. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, like, yeah, the fourth season right now is definitely not as good as uh, previous seasons, but they've also, like, lost their entire original cast by now, so... But anyway, do you remember the Misfits of Science? I don't. I uh, know it was a thing, but I never saw it. Man, I loved that show when I was a kid. Uh, loved it. The the only thing I know about it, I believe, was a punchline on Night Court. Oh yeah! yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it's probably around the same era. Yeah. Yeah. Early eighties. All uh, right. So uh, yeah, Chronicle. Not bad. Yeah, not bad. Not bad at all. Yeah. Could have been better, could have been worse. Right. I think the, the director is the guy who is now going to be in charge of the Fantastic Four reboot. Oh, really? Yeah. That's kind of cool. Um, of course, hopefully it won't be a found footage movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, probably not. Uh, and uh, the the guy who wrote the movie, Max Landis, is the son of John Landis. I was curious about that, because yeah. that's, that's a name you don't see in film a lot. And yeah. When you do, you think of that guy. Yeah. Hmm. See you next Wednesday. Okay. What does it see next Tuesday? I think it's Wednesday. Okay. Yeah. 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 <coughs> yeah. All right. All right, then. There's apparently going to be a sequel. I don't know what the hell they're going to do. It's a chronicle? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Maybe it's about other people finding the same alien or something. Maybe. Yeah. Who knows? <coughs> we'll find out, I guess. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. All right, then. I'm going to take a break. Sounds like a plan. Are you going to take a break? No, I'm just going to keep uh, talking about the movie. Okay. Well, uh, I might edit that out. Okay. Okay. Yeah. But just go on ahead. So anyway, there's this scene where they're talking about Plato's cave analogy, and I thought it was really interesting because early in the film they were speaking of Schopenhauer, who we all know is, uh, you know, responsible for the
because like the Tibetan monks probably wouldn't appreciate that sort of fast food enlightenment that uh, Andrew and his friends were sort of cultivated anyway. So I mean, if they weren't there like they had planned, the whole thing just wouldn't have worked. Uh, like hey. Hey, uh, I'm back. Hey, hey, what's up? Not uh, much. Uh, I'm doing a show here. Okay, all right. Well, I mean, I just, uh, you know, I'm done with my break. Okay. Well, yeah, I, I was pretty much done anyway. I mean, you get the picture. Uh, just, you know, uh, check it out for yourself. Okay. <coughs> I mean, uh, like, so you were talking this whole time? Pretty much, yeah. I mean, like, I ran down to the store and got into the water. I had a lot to say. Like, uh, I'm thinking... You know, sometimes you kind of hold back my reviews. I I could get a little headier, but you know, we end up just talking about tits and right. gunshots and. Well, I mean, I can start giving you to your own show if you want. I was kind of hinting at that. Okay, yeah, we'll work something out. <laughs> All right, awesome. Mind talking about tits and gore, though. I love both of those things. Okay, All right. yeah. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> so, uh, I mean. Which one do I like more? Well, it's yeah. a toss-up. Really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I gotta go with tits. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Just barely edging out gore. Well, see, I think I, I grew up in the 80s, uh, when, uh, VHS was, you know, all around. Right. And I didn't, uh, have any sort of, like, porno channels. So, right, right. Uh, you know, my, all of my, uh, you know, uh, naughty bits that I saw probably did come from horror movies. Right. You know, yeah. so I sort of like, it's all intertwined in this horrible way inside my head that is probably going to require therapy. Right, so. right. <coughs> well, hey, speaking of horror movies, mm-hmm. our good friend Kirk Dins sent us another uh, interview. I love that guy. That guy is awesome. <sighs> I wish uh, I was stroking his beard right now. <laughs> You know, I mean, for good luck, not for anything okay. weird. Yeah. Yeah. Sure, sure. Yeah, because yeah, that's not weird at all. No, no, it's it's good to have good luck. Yeah. Everybody yeah. needs some. Uh, so, yeah, so I don't know if the listener recalls, about a month ago, uh, he, he sent us uh, a very short uh, uh, interviewette mm-hmm. with uh, actor Chris Sarandon. Uh, no, I thought that was super awesome. He asks the tough questions. <laughs> he gets he gets the job done. <laughs> he doesn't dilly dally with like you know. Right. He doesn't yeah. he doesn't ask a million questions. He cuts right through the bullshit. He's what the people want to know. We find out. Yes. Well, we're gonna find out something else about someone else right now. Awesome. Hello, this is Kurt Dins for the Gutter Trash Podcasting Network. Today, I'm at Days of the Dead in Schaumburg, Illinois. With horror legend Bill Mosley. Bill has picked out his random question for the day, and now we'll answer it. Hello, Bill Mosley here. Um, actually, I'm from Barrington, which is just down the road from Schaumburg. And my first car uh, was a 58 Cadillac Brome that my dad bought me for $1,000 at King Motors in Algonquin, Illinois. I drove it around. I was a college student then. I had it for a year. It was a great a uh, vehicle that really um, made me the cool guy on campus, and it finally blew up um, on Interstate 80 in Bettendorf, Iowa. There you have it. Thank you. Hey. Hey. That was great. Kurt is great. I love that guy. I am, seriously, like, I am super excited that he's doing this for us now. Oh, it adds an element. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Yeah. It, uh, it allows us to not talk for ten seconds <laughs> while we... 
pause for a place to throw a net clip. <laughs> and that's what life's about. Finding the little naps and, you know, when you can get those cat naps and yeah. whatever. Oh, that's great. That's what, that's the small things in life. Yeah. So that's awesome. We talked to Bill Mosley. I love that guy. That guy is great. He's the, my favorite part of, uh, Texas Chainsaw Part 2. I think he's everybody's favorite part of yeah. Texas Chainsaw 2. He's, uh, he's on a Primus song, I believe. Is he? He's, uh, he says dog will hunt in, uh, a sample on uh, oh, okay, Seas okay. of Cheese, yeah. Nice, nice. Yeah, <clears throat> uh, yeah he was uh, Otis in the uh, Rob Zombie movies. Oh, uh, yeah. House of a Thousand Corpses. And, I forgot uh, about that. Devil's Rejects. He was in the the only musical that I've watched in uh, the last 20-some years. Really? Yeah. Calcutta? <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> no. Uh. Uh, Repo, the genetic opera. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, which, uh... I'd still like to see that. Uh, you can watch it without me. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, you're not a fan of the musicals. So. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that is what, what kept me from right. remotely enjoying that movie right, right. at all. Did you almost enjoy it, though? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm, I'm 100% sure it is entirely because it was a musical. Yeah, it's just not your thing. Nope. Uh, yes, that was awesome. Yeah. yeah. Thanks, Kurt. Thank Thanks, you, buddy. Kurt. Yeah. Look forward to the next one. Yeah. yeah. If, if the world does not end next week. That is true. That is true. <clears throat> <clears throat> Jesus Christ. Uh-oh. I hope I didn't get you sick. I don't know. Uh, my friend that I hung out with on Friday, I sent her a text message yesterday, and she was like, I have the flu, and I'm out for a week. And so you probably have it, too. Mm-hmm. And I don't feel sick. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, like, seriously, like, as soon as I got that message, I was like, oh, fuck, am I sick? <laughs> and then, like, I started... I think I started freaking myself out. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, right after you were like, I'm really genuinely concerned about my friend. Then, then. Right, yeah, 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 right, yeah, right, yeah, right, yeah. right. Of course. <coughs> yeah. uh, <laughs> whatever. She saw a doctor. She yeah, did. Yeah. She's probably got some good codeine like myself. Right, yeah. Uh, but yeah, so, but yeah, I've been talking for a while. As you pointed out, I, I don't let you talk at all. So, <laughs> you know, my, my voice is a little scratchy. Right, right. You know, had some had some fried and syrupy things. Oh, so yeah. I'm sure you know that that probably didn't help anything. Yeah, we went to Bob Evans and saw a great cross section of humanity. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we did. <laughs> uh, they do have a good breakfast over there, at Bob Evans. Yeah, and it's too bad. Like, you don't just get like, you know, herded into like a two person like soundproof. Like box to eat, to eat your meal because that would be so much better. Yeah. Uh, of course, then I wouldn't have been able to go scouring around tables for, uh, you know, uh, utensils and, and, uh, <laughs> condiments and, and seasonings that, uh, we did not have at our table. Yeah. Yeah. And we're never going to get. Yeah. That was, that became apparent really rather quickly. Yeah. Uh,. Yeah, not some, not, not great service at Bob Evans. I've been there a couple of times in the past year, and, uh, like, like each time there's always, like, one major thing that just sort of stands out. It's like, eh, this is fucked. Bob would not like to hear that if he... Bob would not like no, to hear no, that. No, no, no. Someone ought to write him a letter. Someone should. 
right down <clears> the farm. Yeah, that's where he gets his mail. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Man, they do have great biscuits, though. I yeah. love their biscuits. I enjoy their, uh, I also enjoy their biscuits mm-hmm. and uh, some sausage gravy. Mm-hmm. Uh, some, some egg, some, some bacon, some sausage. Some some French toast, some pancakes. See, they they know how to do it. Yeah. Not their orange juice, which apparently costs like two dollars oh and fifty cents gosh. for a tiny glass. It was like that that glass was like maybe three inches tall, and it was like yeah, it was like a dollar an inch that glass. And I only know that because even though I didn't order it, it was on my bill. <laughs> I think I still owe you like thirty nine cents because I gave you two dollars for it. I think it was two thirty nine actually. <laughs> I remember it. That's all right. Hey, there's that Ryan Sook image of Batman that we stole and used on a flyer at Mavericks once. <laughs> <laughs> His screensaver, as I've talked about before, has amazing artwork that just pops and comes and goes, and we just saw an awesome Ryan Sook Batman, which we have stolen and used for our own advantages. Yeah, it's fine. What's there for? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, it's not like we're selling it. You right. Know, we're using it to get people to come into the store to buy Ryan Sook comics. So, exactly. Or know. Batman comics. Or Batman comics. Right. Or maybe even Ryan Sook Batman comics. I don't know that there are any. Well, that's great. should be. Yeah, yeah. that would be great. Because he's pretty damn awesome. What is he doing these days? Uh, not much of anything. Just covers? And I think mostly. He, he did a shitload of awesome covers, like very iconic DC covers with white backgrounds there for a, a while. A years ago, yeah. Yeah, those were amazing. Those were great. I know he was, uh, I know he drew like two issues of X-Factor. Oh, yeah, started. yeah, yeah. Like, like he drew the first one and then uh, there was like a fill-in artist for like the next five. <laughs> And then he drew, back. like, half of another one. Didn't he do some X-Men recently in the last year? Oh, I don't know. I, don't I was thinking that. he did. I don't know. I think he's doing covers for, like, the DC Presents or whatever that book is. Oh, okay. That Black Lightning. Book. Yeah. Yeah, he's amazing. He is really good. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So what else fun's going on? Uh, Nothing. Are you reading good comics today or anything? No. Uh, I ate some good Mexican today. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, went to this uh, little place that uh, it uh, it's been it's near my parents' house. Oh, near it's nearer to my parents' house than it is to my house. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, it has been there for years and years, possibly decades even. Oh wow! Yeah. And uh, I've never been inside of it. Uh, what while it was that. Okay. Because uh, cause I remember when I was a little kid, it used to be a church's chicken. Ooh, yeah, okay. And then uh, after that, I think it was a Chinese place, like a takeout place. Uh, but then, like, it became a Mexican place at some point, and it's been that for a very long time. Uh, never been inside of it. Hmm. So I said, uh, I was out in that area, and I was like, uh, I'm hungry. Go here. I like Mexican. Yeah. And, Who uh, doesn't? And, and it was mostly good. <laughs> That's all you need sometimes. Yeah. Uh, well, I got a taco and a quesadilla, and the quesadilla was amazing, and the taco was bland. Which is weird, because the word taco isn't the name of the restaurant. It's called Taco Loco. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and if you're ever in town to see a metal show at McGuffey's, it's right down the road. It, not right down the road. It's in the same parking lot. Oh, yeah? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I knew it was over there. <laughs> it was uh, 10 yards away. Wow. Yeah. 
Because I even uh, drove to look up at the uh, the marquee uh, at McGuffey's. Wow. Mushroom Head's going to be there. Wow. <sighs> Phil and Salma may have ate tacos from that taco <laughs> store. Yeah, that's, that's something. I know. Max Cavalera could have. Oh, my God. Yeah, he could have. Yeah. Igor Cavalera could have. Fuck yeah, he could have. Igor and Max could have. Yeah. Wow. Oh. Jerry only? He could have done that? They should totally do that thing like Marion's where they take photos of, like, yeah. everybody eating tacos. That place there. is not big enough for that. <laughs> and also, they would have no idea who those people yeah, are yeah. other than long-haired, grizzly-looking dudes. That smell like. Reefer and cheap sex. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ah, metal. Yeah. And Brian Posehn could have eaten there, too. Oh, did he I'm, do? I'm, McGuffey's? Yeah. I am 90% sure Brian Posehn <laughs> would have eaten there. <laughs> he was already stoned when he got <laughs> to the parking lot. He had to have been hungry. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. She's still enjoying that Deadpool? Did you get the third one yet? Uh, not a, I do not have the third one yet. Yeah, okay. I think uh, next week, my comic ship. So I look forward to putting those in a pile that I'll never read. <laughs> yeah, because I know the third one came out last week. Yeah. Yeah, yeah uh, like I said, uh, I really enjoyed those first two. So looking forward to that third one. That's awesome. Uh, I haven't really read much of anything lately, actually. I have not either, since I remind management. Yeah, uh, I have yeah. not. Touched, I haven't touched well, the comic. That was really only like Four days ago. Yeah, that's true, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, like, uh, well, uh, I should say, I, uh, to, to anyone who might have been concerned, I don't think they were. I don't think anyone even knew, even though I think I said it on the show, but, uh, my car, uh, was, was damaged in a car accident that, uh, was my fault. Uh, yeah, it's never fun. No. Uh, but, uh, I got that back Friday, and, uh, it is, uh, um, almost as good as new. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. And the very first day, that, uh, well, actually that night, uh, the, that I picked it up, uh, like, cause I picked it up Friday afternoon around four or so, and then around six, my friend came over and we went out for dinner, and, like, when we walked out and went to the car, like, there was bird shit all over the hood already. <laughs> oh, of course. Birds were helping you crack it in for you. Yeah. Speaking of that, uh, when I did go to pick up the car, uh, the the guy at the body shop, uh, you know, you know, because uh, I, I got into an accident, so I, I rear-ended a guy, so like the driver's side bumper was all fucked, and like the grill got like pushed into the engine block, and uh, like the the uh, engine mount buckled, uh, and there was like damage on the the headlights and all that but but it was still drivable uh and but but the hood also uh broke pretty badly yeah uh to the point where i couldn't like actually use it while uh you know, for for what i normally do because there was always the fear that the hood could have just flown up right right in the middle of driving uh so so took it there and uh you know the, the place i took it to well, I took it to like three different places, and they all basically quoted me right around the same price. Right. Uh, and I was paying for it out of pocket because uh, I uh, did not get the insurance company involved in this because uh, I didn't want my rates to raise. Right. So instead, I decided to go uh, twenty three hundred dollars into debt. In the long run, probably good though. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, 
Uh, but yeah, it was about $2,300 is what everyone quoted me. And uh, this place told me that they would uh, give me a discount since I was doing out-of-pocket. And so it was only going to be about $2,100. Oh, cool. And then they called me and told me that uh, the air conditioner got damaged in the accident, so they had to fix that too. And I mean, they didn't have to fix it, but while they're there, they might as well. Right. Yeah. You're going to want that in a few months. Right, yeah. So <clears throat> so that raised it back up to like $2,300. Uh, so I went to pick up the, the car and pay, and the guy was like, so there was like a, got like a bag full of walnuts out of there. What? He's <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, I don't know, maybe a, I think a squirrel was living in your engine block or something. What? Like, what are you talking about? He's like, oh yeah, like we were taking it apart and like we found like a, like, like what would fill a bag full of walnuts, uh, just like sitting in the engine block. Like, like a, I think a squirrel was, like, putting them in there for safekeeping. Oh, wow. Wow. And he's like, the carbon, you know, like, sitting for a while? It's like, no, I drive it every day. <laughs> wow. Like, like, the most I haven't driven it in the last six months was the week that it was at my parents' house while I waited for a time to get it repaired. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was in the garage. Right. That's strange. So apparently, every night when I'm home from work, a squirrel was living in my car. <laughs> he was like, where's my house? Oh, there it is. It's back. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. So he removed all the uh, walnuts? And- I assume so. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. How much did they charge to remove walnuts from a car? Uh, it was about an extra $3,000. Yeah. <laughs> it's probably worth it. <laughs> You don't want to get it, it's another one of those in the long run. Things. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Wow, that's funny. Uh, and then on top of all that, my phone broke this past week. So I was uh, without any kind of communication. And Normally, that's not such a big deal. Nobody ever wants to talk to me, and I don't ever want to talk to anybody <laughs> else. But when I'm waiting on like information about my car getting fixed... Yeah, then, kind of essential. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, I had to, uh, figure out what to do with that, and I took it to Sprint, and, uh, they, uh, they couldn't fix the old phone, and they don't, uh, make that phone anymore at all, so I got a brand new phone. Sweet. And I'm sure it was probably just something that was, like, sitting in a drawer mm-hmm. that, like, they just couldn't sell or whatever. But, right, you know, from the crime scene. Right, yeah. But whatever, free phone. No. Yeah, you haven't had a whole lot of luck with technology lately, but... Not, yeah, it's, it's been a shitty year. <laughs> it's been a shitty year. And that is why I am really cheerleading that uh, the world ends next weekend. I'm, I'm really pushing for it. If it does, I hope it's at least after I get my Friday night margarita in. <laughs> yeah, <clears throat> yeah, that'd be nice. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm hoping for you. But I think if Grant Morrison is right, it happens in the morning. Oh, uh, really? Yeah. Okay. Well, he would know. He would know. Yeah. You know, he's probably done more research than yeah. most. He's probably talked to, to you know. The aliens. Right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the Incan, he time-traveled to talk to the Incan spirits right, right. yesteryear. <laughs> Mines. That sort of was. Yeah. Mines. Yeah, whatever. Ah. Well, yeah. Uh, anything new? Mm, not really. I watched a shitload of movie trailers this morning. Yeah. Um, 
nothing that really like made me super excited, but uh yeah, there's there's some cool looking movies. Like there's a Will Smith movie that actually um out already. Uh it's called After Earth. It kinda looks like an Edgar Rice Burroughs story. <laughs> Just like, you know, all these weird animals and things that have evolved on, on the planet and uh I don't know. I, I saw a trailer for a, a movie called uh, Sound City. That it's a documentary that David Grohl directed oh, wow. about about a analog music uh, recording studio that tons of people have used. Like it's where like Nevermind was recorded, and, mm-hmm. and now I guess like since everything's going digital, they're kind of right. going out of business. And nobody's really using them, and <clears throat> it seemed kind of interesting because I I like that anti evolving right. technology right. thing. So, but yeah, but yeah. Um, yeah, other than that, that was pretty much all I did today. I was watching movie trailers. I watched, <laughs> I watched the Superman trailer. I won't talk about because I know you haven't seen it, and, and I never will, and you never will. Um, no, okay. I think I said this. I don't know if I said this here because I can't remember when did that trailer come out. Like last week? I think it was last week. Yeah. <clears throat> Have we done the show? I don't think since so. that came out. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, I, I said this to somebody, but uh, yeah, I'm not going to watch that version of the trailer. I'm going to watch the two and a half hour plus version of it that's going to come out in May. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. If you know you want to see it already. Yeah. Might as well. Uh, yeah. There's a, a <clears throat> movie called Beasts of the Southern Wild that looks really good. Okay. That movie's out. Is it out? Yeah. Okay. It's been out for a while. It, yeah, the, I just saw the trailer and yeah, it looks it looks kinda like it's got like a where the wild things are feel to it, but mm. yeah, it looks looks pretty good. Yeah. It's pretty much been my week. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds fine. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Hmm. Yeah, we can we can wrap this up then I guess. Yeah. If you pick a good comic for us to read. Oh, a good one? Yeah. Is, kinda, is that a prerequisite? I was kinda hoping for a good one. Alright. Well, I can't tell you if it's good or not, because I don't know yet. Oh you haven't read it yet. I haven't read it yet. <clears throat> but uh I was thinking about it. Uh I had I had one book picked out and then uh I've uh in between trying to get that read, I started reading something else, and then I realized that uh, there's a thing we have never done on this show, and that is read a stretch of issues from an ongoing comic. That seems bizarre to me that we haven't. Yeah, like we've read we've read miniseries and we've read trade paperbacks, but like we've never read just like you know. Issues 128 through 134 of a certain thing. Right. Like we've read maybe the first few issues of a bunch of different series. Right, yeah, yeah. But but yeah, never never anything in the middle of its run. Weird. So uh, we're doing that. Awesome. Uh, We are going to read, and I once warned you that this might actually happen, and you, you had a specific request about it, uh, when I told you, and uh, I am afraid that I cannot comply with that. Oh, I don't remember this. Uh, but we are going to read, uh, I think, about five or six issues worth of Hellblazer. Okay. Uh, because I am, uh, I am in the in the the process of trying to catch up on it entirely before it gets canceled. All right. Yeah. Uh, but at least before the last issue comes out, which is I think in February. I think. I don't know. I just ordered it. I can't remember what month my orders were for. 
I, 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 I can't. I can't remember. I know it's the issue where Doctor Octopus and John Constantine switch brains, okay, but, but yeah, I can't yeah. remember what month it comes out. Right, right. Uh, but yeah, so I'm, I'm trying to to catch up on that. Uh, and I'm about like 40 issues behind or something like that. Oh, oh wow. Uh, we're not reading all 40, though. We're not reading okay. all 40. Okay, good. Well, we're just reading the, the current storyline uh, in which I am caught up to. That's sweet. Uh, and, uh, uh, the, and, and you had asked that if we read uh, any Hellblazer, uh, you had asked that we read something that Simon Baker Yeah, drew. I do remember that. Okay. Uh, that's not happening. Okay. Cause, cause You're not, Nick, not he, quite there. Uh, he only drew, like, uh, Four issues total out of uh, the entire Peter Milligan run. Okay. Peter Milligan is the writer of this uh, current story arc. Uh, but yeah, he does the covers though. Hey, that's so, close enough. Yeah, yeah. That's close enough. Um, and uh, <coughs> the, the reason I'm also picking this is because this storyline, uh, and uh, this is not a spoiler or anything, but uh, this the storyline has uh, Shade the Changing Man in it. Oh, cool. Of which I know you and I are both uh, fans of Peter Milligan's Shade the Changing Man run. For sure we are. So I thought that uh, that all sort of uh, seemed like synchronicity. Yeah. To, uh, go ahead and pick that. I'm down with that. Right. Definitely. So, I haven't read a good... I haven't had read any Hellblazer in years. So, yeah. So yeah, that'd be cool. Uh, just in case, I believe this story arc is called uh, Sectioned. Sectioned. Yeah. Okay. In case the listener wants to read along. In case. Yeah. Okay. Do you know what issue numbers there? Uh, I think it starts with uh, two sixty-seven. Somewhere and, thereabouts. Uh, I think it's about five or six issues long. Okay. I'm looking forward to that actually. All right then. Mm. So that'll be a, a neat experiment for us to do there. I this is weird. It is a little weird. That is weird. Yeah. I mean, I know, like, we usually, if we read something, we start at the beginning. Right. Because um, we le- read a, a lot of news series for us. Yeah, yeah. There, so. Or just graphic novels or right. standalone things. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. That's strange. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we have never read anything in the middle, or in this case, near the end of, of, a, uh, run. of a run of, of a character. Let's change that. Yeah. We're, br- we're, hel- we're blazing new ground. Hell, blazing, blazing, hell, blazing, new ground. <laughs> All right then. Yeah. Uh, let's uh, let's 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 end this. Yeah, yeah. It's for the best. Goodbye. Thank you for listening to Gutter Trash. You can subscribe to the show from guttertrash.net or from iTunes and leave us a review. Visit guttertrash.net for email information, links to our Facebook and Twitter pages, and for other podcasts and websites in the Gutter Trash Network. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time.